Okay, so hi everyone, welcome to another episode of It Starts With Action and today I have my friend Emmanuel, which I kind of asked for a while if he wanted to do a podcast and it took a while but finally he said yes. Um, so can you share a bit about you and who you are, interests, what you plan to do? Okay, uh, so I'm, my name is Emmanuel Barco. I'm 16 years old and right now I'm in year 12. I'm from East London and really all my life I've not really known what to do and I think you've heard the story before like when someone's asked me what I want, wanted to be it was always like oh I want to be an engineer or yeah an engineer and maybe a month later I wanted to be a consultant I, I never like because because for me at least I knew I had the like capability to and then I, I proved that in my academics and stuff so it was a matter of choosing what really resonated with me and what really was my passion. So I went through school, got good grades, and I think I got to around um, sixth form. And that, that's when I really started to focus on entrepreneurship, on business, on personal development especially. And so for the past few months, I've just been working on myself and my mindset. I've had failures here and there. I've, a lot of stuff has happened um, since I started. But I'm happy I started, and I think that's kind of your your brand. It's it's starting, it's taking action, and yeah, I, I guess that gives some background. But yeah, like what got you into personal development? How did you suddenly like shift from? Because in school, it's they don't really teach you much about like business or like being your own boss and stuff. So what got you into that? Um, I think I I first got into so investing, I started looking around, like, kind of, how do I build my own financial wealth? How do I become financially literate? So I looked at investing, and I think I picked up um, the intelligent investor. Still haven't got through it. Really complicated. I heard it's like, a good book. I haven't, I haven't yeah, read yeah. it either. I, I'm, I'm going to try to get through that for my entire life. I'm joking. I'll try to <laughs> get through it. And I think um, where personal development kind of started, and here, here's an interesting story. So... I'd, at this point, I'd already seen, I think, Action Jackson twice, and you were on one of his videos. I'd seen him twice. I'd seen him once. Um, actually, no, twice, yeah. So one of them was, I think, in year 10. Um, he gave uh, an assembly about focus. And another one was um, in year 11. And that one was more about, like, friends. I think it was the multiplier, and like, multiplier friends and, like, addition friends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'd seen him twice, mm -hmm. and... At this point, I was in a um, at an event uh, for this kind of program I applied to, and he was a surprise speaker. So, like, he went through his whole um, his whole thing, talking about motivation. He sung his song, uh, "Happy 365, just a little shameless yeah. promotion. <laughs> and essentially, like, it was nearing to the end of of the event, and then. Like, so, so maybe halfway through the event, I was like, okay, what happens if I ask him for a free book? And then, so, like, for, for the, for on, up until, like, the end, halfway, like, through, I was, like, shaking, I was nervous, I was like, should I do this? And then I was like, I looked at my friend next to me, he's like, should I do this? I would have to lose. And then I was just like, okay, I might as well do this then. <laughs> so then at the end, I was basically, I put my hand up, like, okay, I have nothing to lose. And I mentioned something he said, and I was like, can I have a free book? So... He was like, yeah, I'll give you a free book, I'll sign it, and I'll mentor you 
for a year. I'm still waiting on him to reply to some of my messages. Nothing gets him because <laughs> he's a busy person. But, yeah. And then he gave me the book. And, and this is kind of where it gets interesting. So the book has um, an action for each day. And this, this might be a book that you could potentially pick up. And essentially, mm. like, there were actions like, okay, do three things that scare you. And uh, I did that or like, say morning affirmations or research this thing. So it really kick-started like, my, my personal development journey. And from then, I've been, yeah, just personally developing, whether it's emotionally, physically, spiritually, just really researching and just getting myself out there, I guess. And that's, there's so much I could talk about since that. But that's so that's cool. Just, I think, like, it's about taking that first deep of faith. Like, imagine if you didn't ask for that book. That would be interesting. Yeah. So for people who are like afraid to do, you know, to take that leap of faith, to do something yeah. like as small as just like raising your hand and asking for something and like, asking for free things are often like hard. <laughs> um, yeah. What would you tell them? You, you'll always be afraid. Like it's not, it's not about if you're afraid or not. Like I was shaking. Like when I get nervous, I, I, I shake my like, my blood rushes, I can feel myself get hot. But like, that that doesn't matter. In the end of the day, like, what you do and what you feel are separate. And if you if you depend on what you feel to like, to judge like what you do or determine what you do, then you'll you always be 50-50. Like, you'll always some days be like, uh, happy doing a lot of stuff and some days you'll be sad. Especially with like, English weather. You'll be yeah. like, sad percent of the time because it's always raining. But no, like, well, my advice is like, even if you're scared, oh God, <laughs> like this is such cliche advice. So like, even if you're scared, literally, like, do it. Like, I'm seeing how I can package this. Like, set, like, do it. All right, that's all I can really say. Just do it. And, and like, all I can say is, I personally probably just feel as scared as you. Like, I've I've always been nervous, but. That if, if that like provides any comfort to our listeners then, then yeah i've always been nervous so really just just do it i guess like, mm. thank you. i think it's really good that you shared your i'm so sorry why is there so many echoes oh this is so bad but my mistakes that when i start this like podcast i make so many mistakes and honestly i like yeah i um like why are there so many echoes wait can you hear these echoes no i can't and that's Okay, it's just me. Wait, I'm sorry. I just have to quickly check something. This is uh, this is failure in action. <laughs> it's fine. Like, yesterday, I went on a call and the guy turned up 20 minutes late because of a power outage. But, like, oh. things happen. I don't know. What was, I guess, the scariest thing that you've done so far? Oh god, this the scariest thing that I've done so far. See, like this this is okay. So it goes back to one of the activities that he he like said it's like do three things that scare you. And like I really I couldn't really think of much that were within reason. But what one of them was buy food and give it to everyone at break in, in kind of the the hall that everyone gathered in. So so I I had like 15 minutes i went to the shop that's like two minutes away bought some food came back and just started giving it to everyone i and like 
it, it was it was scary because like imagine you're going out to random people. I can different people you haven't seen it's people you have seen but never talked to so there's that weird barrier between you yeah. and then I, said, I just walked around and was like do you want some and people like confused as well I, I just i literally just said like like okay I have, I have nothing to lose like if anything like people will be a bit happier or people might be you know, like no longer be hungry so it's like you can and it really didn't cost me that much it was like two pounds and i got a pack of like I don't know, 20 cakes, like small angry cakes. I completely relate because oh sorry. Yep. Oh, go ahead. No, I was that I was gonna say, um, like for me, I used to be really scared because I, I always like buying food and then like when I because around my area there's lots of like homeless people. And so like I always have in my mind that I'm gonna buy extra stuff and then give it to them. But before I would just I want to give it to them, but I'm like so scared of like giving it to them which is so weird like you're giving something but you're you're just scared to and it's not because you don't want to but it's because well I don't know what I was scared about I think just talking actually I don't remember but it's not it wasn't anything important like it's interesting you said like you're scared like one thing my mom kind of taught me to do and not that I do it but I should is like if you like always carry like spare change in your pocket so that if, if like there is someone who needs something you, you have it right there you can give it to them you don't have to faff about so yeah. like, you are busy, it's not like you're taking any time. Oh, that's just a little little action you could probably take. But. Yeah, like now I hardly take any change, I just take my card, which is... Honestly, that's, that's one of the, the yeah, that is that. Yeah. But, um, so like now, because I think one thing that I'm really like inspired by you is that you, I think I saw like in the beginning when we just connected, I saw you making like LinkedIn videos out and I was thinking, Wow, like this six this sixteen year old dude is so brave. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Um, and like I have questions about like people being afraid to even just like post on LinkedIn. So yeah. do you have any? And you like post multiple times yeah. a day, and you know you just posted about being a millionaire. So that's even yeah. like braver. Um, yeah. So <laughs> when did you start? Why did you start? posting on LinkedIn and how has it been for you and any tips for people who haven't started but want to start um like a a little secret of, of like any content creator is, is your first time will be shit it will be absolutely rubbish and yep. it's it's not about preparing to make that first time good it's about getting it out of the way like once you get that first video or that first post out of the way it, it makes things so much better like honestly and actually, like, as, as much as I could say that, I still haven't really released a video since then. And, and that's actually been on, on my agenda, just lurking around there, just hovering. So, I mean, I guess this, this podcast will make me get off and film a video, hopefully by today or tomorrow. But yeah, it's, it's your first time will be crap. So just get over and done with. And, like, you, you there's nothing, people, people like say, like, experience is the best like a teacher but but no one's willing to go through the motions of That's getting so true. starting it's like one of one of these things that i've noticed is like we have these common phrases like oh experience is the best teacher or like that 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 meme where it's like oh um you can't like judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree and there's like there's a monkey and there's a thing like everyone sees that but no one's taking action to change the education system it's like like it's it's people are aware but blind at the same time and, mm. and, and part of that is like 
actually finding people who are like that, getting together and actually making a change and, and taking action. So, yeah, I, I love how like <laughs> yeah, it all, I, I love how this one is really all about like taking action because like before we have just random chats um, and it's not to relate to action, but I feel like everything you do all relates back to action, which is really cool. Shameless pro every two seconds. Every time I can oh. relate it to something, which oftentimes I can, just like put it in there. <laughs> so what are you working on now? What's your next step to getting out of your comfort zone even more? What's the next scary thing you're gonna do? Um so I recently took a digital marketing and um content creation role at a education startup mm -hmm. company. And like I'll tell you just like a, a little bit of that story. So I'd been building my personal brand on, on LinkedIn for maybe a month or two. And and it is crazy. Like, I don't know how detailed I can get into like my, my role at the company and what I do, but like now I'm part of the team and I'm actually like doing stuff. And this wasn't because I was like skilled at digital marketing or my content creation was amazing. It's, it's because I use LinkedIn as a platform to show how hungry I was, how ambitious I was and like, people under it i think linkedin is a like really powerful tool and i think you know this as well like, yeah so i think i'm digressing from the original question Wait, what, what did you ask me um it's fine though i like what you're talking about um the next scariest thing you're gonna do but like keep talking yeah. about what you just yeah. <laughs> it's so, fine so, it's also like casual chat hopefully we're gonna like scale really fast because of some certain like events that are happening right now so the pressure is on like we have to perform like really well i guess also another another scary thing so basically before i got um this recent startup opportunity i was i applied for an internship at um this estate agency company and it's also a startup so one of the scary things i had to do was actually defer that opportunity and like so at first yeah, at first it was meant to be like a one month kind of internship and then okay. I said the time frame didn't work. So then they offered me like a part-time placement every Saturday. Yeah. But and then and then like I talked to people like in my team or like um like basically my mentors, I'd say. And they were like, if you want like if you want this company to succeed, and it wasn't like a no pressure thing, it was like like the amount of work you put in, like it is directly like related to the amount of time you put in. And yeah. he was like, I don't you'd have the time to work on both and especially the both stop. So I'd have to like invest so much time into both. So like I had to, I had to like say, yeah, sorry, I, I can't cause I have other major projects going on. And that, that was really scary. Cause it was like, imagine if this was a really good opportunity, but, but like what reassures me is that I'll get so many of these opportunities. Like I know, I know that for a fact where I position myself, like the things that I do. So, yeah <laughs> that is and so that, true i think it's really hard like saying no is actually really scary i completely like, agree and i say yes to kind of everything which is kind of bad because it is like you don't realize how many things you say yes to until you look at what you have to do yeah. and you realize you have literally no time to do what you want to do for yourself um yeah. so do you have any tips on well say no like um be um, selfish so <laughs> <laughs> be selfish and i think not a lot of people are selfish nowadays but 
I I don't mean be nasty. Be nasty isn't isn't the same as be selfish. Be like being selfish to me is putting your your goals, putting your mission, your values at, at the forefront of every decision. Every, every decision you make, you should ask yourself, okay, does this align with my values or does this match with what I want to do in life? And if it doesn't, just just say no. And even if the prospect is like it is is crazy, if it doesn't match with what you want to do and it doesn't resonate with you. Just say no. And I made the bad mistake of saying yes. And you know that you know like what I'm talking about. Oh so, yeah. I look like yeah. Short, I took on the responsibility of running an event that changed to another event that I couldn't handle and that I didn't respond. And I, I I dropped out. So that's one of my biggest failures, I'd say. But I think But now you've done that it's going to help you in the future for like saying no again because you did it Precisely. i'm proud of like, you <laughs> like once you've like failed the first time the second time you fail you won't get worried because like so for example i took on this recent role at the the company like I, i'm not as scared of failure because it's not my first time I'm not like okay this is the first time i'm going to fail like oh i'm scared i might succeed mm -hmm. it's not that it's oh I have completely failed before. Like, this is nothing. Like, I just have to put in the work, really. But that's, like, one of the big takeaways, I guess. So I guess practising failure is a good way to mm. handle bigger failures? Yeah, practising failure. But, like, to be fair, you can't really actively practise failure. I mean, mm, that's true. it's actually, I'd say you could, like, which is being ambitious and then going for ambitious goals and absolutely failing goals as well. It's like... So I, I said that, like, I, I was like, it was like 4 a.m. And I posted that, like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire in six years. I'm calling it now. Like, Wait, did you oh, just I, wake up or did you, why 4 a.m.? Are you like, are you turning into the 5 a.m. club or 4 a.m. club? Really, really. <laughs> I, I just felt particularly motivated to work at, at that point. It's like, I made that statement. So it's like, okay, now I have to live up to that statement. I agree. I one of my posts is like, make sure. Oh yeah, and this is uh, so Andrew mentioned in episode seventeen of the podcast. It was like make sure your your ethic matches your your ambition. So it's like you can't say you want to be a millionaire if you don't work like one. Because like it it is just common sense, I guess. And and people like put it to the side like I want to be a millionaire, but then they don't do those habits. And the thing is like you don't always act like one, but 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 that's. That's another part, like a millionaire, they don't work like, okay, yes, they work crazily, but there are some days where they might not have, and maybe for a few exceptions, like maybe Elon Musk, that guy's crazy, but, but we're all human at the end. It's a balance of, I'm human, but also I have these ambitions, which I need to meet a certain standard for. So I, I, I just, yeah, another, another one of those things, like, uh, advice is like make those claims like yes actually hmm, that's, that's a sticky one but I like to put myself in situations where I have to perform but not on, not for others but for myself I guess mm. I completely agree because I feel like there are like two types of people so some people say that you shouldn't you shouldn't share your goals or your values or your dreams because you know you haven't got there yet you should kind of like work in silence and then show it to the world and then there are other people who you know don't mind you sharing whatever crazy goal you have 
um, and believe in you. And for me, I find that it's actually helpful for me to talk more about like stuff that hasn't happened that I want to happen. Kind of like, you know, it starts with action. I'm, I'm like before, I'm more of a dreamer. Like I dream about a lot of things, but I don't take action on it. Now that I started this, it starts with action podcast. I'm every day. I'm like, I have to live up to like this yeah. thing because I am preaching it. So like, I have to I have to do what do you say? I have to preach. Wait, I have to. Right. I forgot that that thing, but I like, just like right. no. This right. podcast, if I yeah, that's thing I practice what I preach. So if I don't like every time, just at home, even if no one's looking, I'm like, I have to follow my rules because my thing is that i am gonna take action on anything that i say i will um and so i keep saying that i'm gonna like one of my goals is to expand this brand to like an academy thing which i have an idea ahead um uh, not sh really sure yet which i will probably say in the future but um what do you think about just you know sharing yeah just like not being afraid to share your crazy goals even though it's might to other people it might sound a bit like what are you doing? Don't say stuff that yeah. big. What would you tell other people? It's um, your view? it doesn't it doesn't matter what you say really. It doesn't matter whether you say you're gonna be a millionaire or whether you don't say you're gonna be a millionaire. Because a millionaire is gonna be a millionaire. Like it's it's not about what you say. Like yeah, like because there are some millionaires who just keep it quiet, who build their, their stuff, who build a brand, and there are some who um like say their goals and stuff. But the, the mistake is even like judging them in the first place it's like if you judge someone on what they say like then then you have so many twisted ideas of, of who they actually are so like with me my, my my thought process is i said it i'm gonna be it like i will be that i'll take the the kind of the actions required to get there so it's like it, it doesn't matter what yeah as i said it doesn't matter whether you say it or not it's like it's whether you get there and then if 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 you don't it's not the end of the world because it 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 either means you didn't put in the work or there are some circumstances genuinely that that prevented you from it or you maybe it wasn't your time and you'll reach it in another five years i, ju I just think it's, it's very unwise to judge someone on on what they say i guess yeah i think life is just too unpredictable you have no idea what's happening so even if you do like it's, it's good to have massive goals but at the same time don't let like don't let it consume you and if anything unpredictable happens then just go with the flow i guess and that, that's like kind of that's what an entrepreneur is at least in the entrepreneur sense of success it's taking on that risk for financial gain that's the definition of an entrepreneur so if you don't ever expose yourself to risk, then you're not an entrepreneur. Like mm. that, that's just, I guess one of the central tenets of, of, of it. I guess. I guess it's about like embracing uncertainty. Like what what tips do you have? I guess everyone would live better if they could, if they wanted to do something and like just don't know what's going to happen or don't have everything planned out, but like just to do it anyway. Um, do you have any tips for that? Like, did you plan? on getting the like role you have now um no. like 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 that like that that's the thing like people talk about luck it's like okay you could say i was lucky that i was picked up by like two probably big influencers on linkedin to work with their education startup at the same time if i had never like focused on personal development if i never hopped on linkedin 
and started like done everything up until that point i might not have gotten that opportunity like i'll, I'll let you in on a, on a little secret like i haven't done work so like school work has been terrible and like that's something i'm trying to bring back up but like it, it really makes you think if i had if i hadn't focused so much on entrepreneurship and kind of put school aside would i have ever gotten this opportunity and but but one one really important thing and this was today's kind of reading in my book it's that try not to think about life like as a whole like your future your past your, like the future and your past like because because you start to think and then you start to like get really overwhelmed by by your future or by what you've done like the essence of stoicism which is what i've kind of been reading into is living in the present and yep. you know, Oh. <laughs> that means that yeah so. <laughs> yeah so so taking action and like well, one thing i like to do is just dissect like my priorities and my, my plan i guess so just yeah make, make everything manageable i think yeah so just because all you have is the, is the present so it's all about taking action in the present because mm -hmm. that's the only thing that's important really yeah like for me when i was like just year, year 12 just after gcse but from gcse to year to like four i just felt really stagnant i was studying i was getting my grades were getting better but i just felt like stagnant whereas now i feel like i'm actually going somewhere um which is weird but so but you did say you're gonna apply to uni right yeah you, you can't just stop <laughs> revision but uh, well i don't know how are you how are you feeling about that um see, see like that's the thing like personally and I've, I've always been and not to toot my own horn but i've been in the like the top of the class so so i, I it's, it's like a kind of calculated risk it's like i'll take a month to focus on on, on entrepreneurship and I'll put that to the side for now, but I know it's within my abilities to be able to catch up. And that also, like other considerations, everyone else is in the same boat. And I don't know if you've seen the the news article, two million kids have done jack since lockdown started. Well, they, they've estimated that that figure. So it's like, okay, I'm not too bad off. Like I did a tiny bit of work at the start. And there are also people who have done a bit of work or who have been skimming and scanning but like i've i've put myself in a position where whatever kind of degree i get like it's i guess it's all about weighing the risk and i thought developing my entrepreneurial skills and my personal development in that one month time frame with all this free time will put me in better stead for my dreams which is entrepreneurship so i guess find out what your priorities are and make sure you, the way you uh, use your time reflects that completely agree like it might feel like you're not growing because probably your grades gonna get probably your grades the same or like not as good but actually on other areas of life you are like going so so much far and like teachers don't really recognize like the school doesn't recognize how far you're going in other areas of life mm -hmm. um and like I, I agree in that I think at the end wherever you go wherever I go um, whatever happens like 
because of like working on yourself and your own skills you have the confidence that whatever happens you're going to be okay because you are you like you know that you're driven you know that if you have something you want you're going to work your ass off to get there um and like even if you know at the end I have to kind of not sleep and revise everything for exams I will do that um so having confidence in yourself that everything's going to be okay maybe helps you take more risks I guess Mm, and like that that everything will be okay like it's not even just risk it's it's in the moment emotions like one one thing like you could you could be like chaos could be descending upon you one day like maybe your dog died and you're behind on work your printer broke your laptop broke and then maybe two weeks later you're like you're playing on on the ps4 with your friends it's like one one thing i found is life is always in this state of flux it's like it's always really bad then it's medium then it's really good and this it, it, never stays at, at one thing and that's the mistake people make with goals that they think that once they reach it that everything will be fine and happy but but that that's not the reality and i think mm-hmm. people know that to an extent but don't think about it so like if, if you are sad or like if you are anxious just know oh god i sound like a cliche I'm always cliche so just just know that like everything will like return to normal nothing ever stays really bad nothing ever stays really good it's that impermanence I guess of of everything and that's why you move from like an unfavorable position to a to a more favorable one and that that's all life really is it's I'm hungry okay I'm gonna eat so I'm not hungry anymore or um I'm sad, so I'm, I'm gonna maybe hug someone. So I'm not sad anymore, and it's it's constantly doing that to really develop yourself, I guess. Yeah. And, and also check, you also have to check your beliefs as well. It's like you might convince yourself that this is what I want to do. Maybe this is what you've been wanting to do for a month, but maybe that has changed, and maybe you haven't realized that deep, like inside you. So always mm-hmm. check your beliefs. So, yeah. Yeah, that's and like, don't feel like you can't change, like. If you realise that you want to change, it's completely okay to do that. Like for me, I remember I well, I don't really I don't like sharing stuff about like YouTube, but I started like YouTube first. Um I, I actually really didn't like it because I don't like sharing my face to the public. I hated that. Um but I thought I wanted to start that because I wanted to talk more. Um, and I could talk to myself instead of yeah. people. But um, then I started a podcast and I realized I enjoy it so much with like building one-to-one relationships and like learning about other people and not just talking to myself on a camera. Um, and so I've kind of slacked off on YouTube stuff <laughs> and more focused on like podcasts, stuff, which is fun. And also about the cliche thing, I think like, for example, like you hear Gary Vee, I'm sure you know, he says the same things kind of all the time. And you never know one day, what one time, one person might just hear this and they, they hear it all the time, but they just hear this one and, you know, click, something clicks. Um, so, like, you never know, you know, cliche stuff is always good because mm. we always hear them, but we don't really take them to heart until, like, exactly. something yeah. happens. Yeah, I, I agree with that so much, especially with the, the education thing that I had a little rant on earlier. But... Yeah, it's like the thing. Things go in like these waves of like. So, for example, on uh, LinkedIn, you have the top and bottom bars for videos. It's like that. That's slowly gaining traction, 
give it a few months or a year, everyone will be doing that. And mm. at that point, you have, to, you have to pivot. And in the same way, everyone will be saying these quotes, but, but then it'll get to a point where everyone's tired of hearing them. So maybe it dies down a bit. But then once you've given that, that kind of refreshing period, you hear it again, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this, is, this is cool. This is actually like, applicable. It's sick. Like, mm. I don't know if you get what I mean. No, yeah, I get what you mean. And like something about like, I think like, maybe the hard bit about like entrepreneurship is that you always have to keep updating yourself and like adapt to like new things because there's like it, things will be really good and then it will definitely die down. Like Pokemon Go, that app was like, like everyone loved it. Everyone was going out playing that game and then like it suddenly just like disappeared. Like no one's talking about it, playing it, well, from what I know. Um, and so I think the hard thing is like, unlike, just um, like working for someone where you don't have to think about this stuff uh, if you're like, on your own and you plan to do something like that then you always have to kind of like make sure that you're ahead of other people in a way but I don't know just like, identify where you need to change like I think it's fun because like entrepreneurship you're always mm. about always changing and always yeah. improving which is what I like about it because I feel like um, especially like personal development and like for me it's like life coaching stuff you always have to improve yourself before you can help other people um and there's no end to it like you're always working on improving yourself um and that's what makes it fun even though it's hard and exciting but yeah I, I like that look on it it's like entrepreneurship is just so fun like you control everything it's like it's like when you were a kid like i don't know if you were like this or like a lot, a lot of kids like they'll create their own games that are in their favorites like okay so maybe if you're the tallest person or oh, the tallest person gets the best gun or like and it's essentially that like it's oh i call the shots like this is my future i, I can do what i want and if you don't want to be a part of it okay you can you can bugger off but like i, I know whatever i do i'll be improving so to have a better version of myself and have a better future so yeah. yeah, I like the idea of fun. It's just really fun, and I, yeah. I really agree with that. Like, even though it might be uncomfortable, at the same time, it's just—I think it's just like a roller coaster, really. Like, you're really scared, and you don't like it, you hate it, but then, like, you go on it, and it's like scary and fun, and then you get off it, and like, I want to do it again. <laughs> that kind of feeling for me. But, um, yeah, yeah. Like, I've I've had times where I've just lied in bed, just like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Like, am I even good enough? And it's like, you, everyone has those thoughts. And that's another little bit of advice that really struck out to me. Like, I've been given a lot of advice in this, this podcast, but I'm only saying things that really I've heard that have affected me and I hope to affect someone. And it's, it's that even if you master your craft, you still feel like you're, you're not good enough. Like, maybe like um, Michael Jordan, like maybe he might not show it, but I don't know. Maybe in, inside himself, he thinks sometimes that, oh, He's not good enough to, to win championships and stuff. So it's it's knowing that everyone has those feelings. That's like a universal feeling. But mm. at the same time, it's 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 a difficult one to, to unpack. Like yeah. and, and there's so many different ways you can go about it. Like wait, sorry, go on. No, yeah, like, I agree. Like I feel like whatever you do, like if you just go straight to uni and go to an investment bank to work you will have doubt, you will have fears, you will have stress. If you take a different route, um, 
like work at I don't know a fish and chip shop you would still feel the stress and you might have like this fear of you know getting told off like whatever route you take it's going to be scary and it's going to be it's going to be stress and doubt anyway so why not take the route that you actually want to take if like instead of like something else because you think that you won't be you think it would be safer when it probably might be you would still feel the same stuff um just around it yeah it's it's interesting because like I have so I've said I've never really had a passion for any um sort of field or area at least none that I can say it was I mean maybe maybe like okay here's a funny story like I was sitting down in assembly maybe year five or year three and they were asking like okay what do you want to be when you're older like I put my hand up and, and uh, I I was like okay I w- I want to be a gun gun designer like I wanted to to design guns. <laughs> Never heard that before. Yeah, I was really into that, like OG and stuff like that. So, so like, I've never really, but yeah, that's besides the point. Like, I've never really known what I wanted to do. So, all I know, or at least the focus of what I know, is like, why would you want to settle for a job? Like, I don't, I don't know the passion that other people have for a specific area, and and like, that that's one of the things. It's like, do I? One of the questions I struggle with is. Do I like? Am I? Do I like? What is the? How what is that feeling of passion that other people have for their fields? And have I ever experienced that? Or am I being a bit too picky? It's like maybe I have felt the same as someone who wanted to get to consulting, but I've been like, okay, that's not actually the feeling I'm meant to have. And maybe am I chasing this like idea of passion that's not really true? Mm. But it's, it's interesting though. But that's just one of the things. Like, that I've had to kind of tackle with, I guess. Yeah, I mean, what does passion feel like? Like, I guess it always changes as well. Yeah. But that's a good question, actually. And I, I think ever since I started all this, I feel just every day I just feel really excited. And like, maybe it's new, maybe, I don't know, I just really enjoy it. And But like in school, I'm just like, every single day is just... <laughs> Oh, like it's so hard I wake up and like I another day of like books and exams and tests but I guess you can't really avoid it exactly so, yeah maybe it's just the holiday feeling for me right now actually <laughs> yeah that's another that's, a, that's another interesting thing it's like lockdown period it's like a lot of people started to get into entrepreneurship because of it yeah like is it true is it real like how am I going to balance this with uni that's the big question <laughs> crazy like how many episodes have you done so far I guess um I've actually I have like 20 but I published 18 so you're on 21st, 21st. Okay. and it's like uh you only really started well, when did you start wait, this I guess I, wait I started on the 20th so tomorrow is my one month anniversary so wait so like you're the 21st so i kind of did like no actually not one a day that's not like once every i don't know i just i'm really random at the moment so i'm not exactly like listen once a week i'm like whenever (laughs) i might i'm I'm uploading like 2 a.m in the morning just because that's when i upload yeah and oh this is another thing so i was on a i was on a call with a copyright yesterday and um yeah and one of the things that I that I thought about was like you learn things that you don't know you learn, 
you know that that so like for example in this podcast maybe my speaking skills have gotten better by by one percent or maybe I, i've learned something and it's not until it kind of affects you or you pay notice to it until you realize oh wow i've learned a crap ton of stuff that's really gonna help me and i think like i don't know like you told me like how, do you think your speaking or your confidence has gotten better over these 21 um, I I completely I think it's yeah I, I honestly I feel like I've changed so much just in a month like I've not just yeah. been doing podcasts I've also been talking to people like not for the podcast but just yeah. talking and then I had a like an interview thing for something a few like last week and I found myself way less anxious um and I think it's because I've been talking like doing actual video calls with so many people and like this interview was like a video call um and I, I actually even I forgot about I forgot it was an interview and I was just talking like this I was like uh-huh like I was like that <laughs> I just completely forgot oh, wait I am in an interview like, I should be like actual yeah. that but um but yeah just like it's just so it's so weird how much how comfortable I am talking to people on calls which is mm-hmm. like honestly I never never imagined that would happen but um so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad, sorry. limiting beliefs you need to eradicate all of your limiting beliefs so, yeah. uh, that's the thing like you never would have imagined like I yeah it's that, that's the problem with like kind of trying to plan out your future I guess if if you have a set path or something that you want to do go for it but like as you said like those things will happen that you would have never imagined mm, yeah like also, year 12 like, me would not think of starting a podcast at all ever yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. what are your limiting so, beliefs then like at the moment oh, break that down and my content is absolute trash on linkedin no <laughs> so, it's like, not it, no that's the thing it, it didn't really get like and this is vanity metrics so like it didn't get a lot of like likes or engagement at least one or two of my recent posts because I was I was trying new stuff out and I think I used that to like rationalize it so like I posted it think it was maybe good I was like this hold on this is new content that I'm posting out so I could just say I'm trying to do new content and that's what it really was I guess like mm. that didn't do too well but one thing that came out of it is like I really enjoyed making that though so it's like hmm is this what it feels like that I, I could genuinely just keep doing this even if I don't get engagement because I like it but that's just an interesting thing um, yeah I have like two sorts like sometimes I feel like, like I hear all these like people in the industry and they say it's important to look at the data look at the stats analyze it see how you can improve but at the same time for me I, I kind of set myself this goal where around like two years I'm not going to care about the numbers I'm not going to care about how many people like it how many people see it I'm just going to do it um I don't care how many people see it because I feel like it's like you know consistency is key um and then maybe by the two-year mark I'll look back and see what the data is by the same time I feel like should I be looking at the data earlier to like improve things in case I can or I don't know I'm kind of I'm just I'm I'm not actually a good data person I look at these data and I'm like what do they even mean <laughs> they're really yeah I don't yeah and I'm kind of lazy as well I just like great content <laughs> I'm gonna switch this around on you and probably this podcast like, not- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like so like I guess what what's your purpose of the LinkedIn profile what do you hope to achieve and I think if you answer that you can answer whether or not you should look at your metrics um <laughs> uh, I, I created LinkedIn like two years ago 
because I was revising and I was so bored. I was, I just, I still remember, I was so bored of, oh, I forgot what I was revising, but I think it's really psychology. I was just so bored um, and I didn't know what to do. And then I just, yeah, just created a LinkedIn profile and started following a bunch of people and then realised that it's all about, like, the posts on LinkedIn are all about, like, encouraging. Like, it's either about tips, advice, or it's about personal development. Whereas, like, Instagram, it's more like just holiday photos mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, which is why I became really interested in more engaged. Uh, but that wasn't actually the question, was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's more of like meet, like using LinkedIn to build connections with people who inspire me and hopefully also build a personal brand. Now, I don't know why everyone I meet is just super, you know, has that growth mindset and understands how important it is to like, you know, personal development and stuff. The story of like how these um kids look like, I think they're college kids like got uh, what's his name Ryan Reynolds to voice over the project they they what they did was hit him up and asked him if he could like voice over their film project and he did so it's like so many opportunities I guess and so so many different ways you could go about it so I and I have faith that you can that you can like do it I guess like I, and I yeah of course Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I needed that. Lots of action. Like, yeah. And then just yeah, don't be afraid of like the rejection or getting like aired, because for all you know, they just haven't seen the message. And if you keep trying, you get. Mm. Yeah, I think because I, I realize you know when you see all these big podcasts, they're all like super top leaders talking to super top leaders all the time. Yeah. Like, it's, but I understand because like you know you as you get bigger it's natural to surround yourself with the best people which is my goal as well um but in like why isn't there well there is I mean Gary Vee does it but other people would like it would be cool if we could connect you know the best leaders with people who have the ambition to be the best leaders but perhaps are just starting out but um I don't know maybe there, there, there probably is already this stuff but like these like I was looking at these you know mastermind things with these amazing top leaders and they're all like you have to be earning at least how many figures a year profit in order to apply to become yeah, part of the community and absolutely. you have to pay x amount of money a year and yeah, like that's all rubbish i'm sorry huh like, that's all rubbish like I, I really don't believe in that like uh, and like a lot of it's, it's crazy like there's a lot of these uh, let's call them scams like where you put in like thousands of pounds into this two or three day course and get invited to this Facebook group of thousands of people. But it's it's, it's crazy because it's right in front of your face. And but people still go for it. Uh, it's, it's that it taps into that like shiny object kind of mentality. It's like, oh, I can be guaranteed both if I just pay this money to this dude that i saw in an advert it's like you know those adverts you see on youtube i don't know like it's like oh so many. <laughs> this is the new way to get money if you're not doing this you're gonna be like yeah. it's just so oh it's so life-threatening but at this like there's like two ways i see it. like at the same time i mean if you want to be a millionaire then you have to charge some quite yeah. high prices so it's natural for you to want to charge a lot um and also like in that way you only qualify people who join the community are the top people you are trying to mm. be around with like at the same time for like yeah there's like so many people who don't have the means but they have that mindset and they have that 
goal, although like they're not really, you know, they're too still at like a baby level. I feel like mm. if like if they could connect with these top leaders, then that could speed up the, their process a lot more. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. That's, that's interesting. I guess what you're talking about is like the, the barrier to entry. Mm, and I guess that, yeah. like, that could be really anything. It could be money. I don't know. You could think outside the box. Maybe, okay, you come to me with a little goal you have. And if I see you like do it, then you get it. You get in. No, no. Because I like to think outside the box. Like in other ways you could go about it. Like for example, I um so I didn't really I don't know, I don't I haven't tell like I haven't told anyone but um like I think maybe just before lockdown in the beginning like during exam like season I was just so stressed um and I just went off messaging a bunch of um like people that I really like in terms of like big leaders in the field and stuff I said can I work for you for free um just so I can like learn from you guys and you know just understand a bit more about your mindset and what it takes to do what you guys are doing um and then I think I got a lot of messages saying either um sorry that's not an option um we only like we only take cash (laughs) Um, and yeah it's like if they go they go and like I don't know because what yeah words do get to you Sometimes words do play a powerful part, and like it's it's about shaping your environment, I guess, and that's one of the things. Like your friends and who you're with are as much a part of your environment as your environment. Yeah, it is quite it is quite interesting on how now the most like people I spend time with, like the most, are people that I met on LinkedIn. Yeah, like I really didn't expect to meet so many, like so many actually. like people like you and it's just really cool to see but yeah that that was like one of my the craziest things it's like oh wait shoot there are people like what i want to say like me but there are people who do invest in themselves in the same way i do it's like because you don't really see that in school and that's one of the things you don't lose touch you don't lose like yeah you don't get out of touch with people who who are like ambitious and who are the same as you so it's like we will go on. You'll have your academy. You'll have a whole teaching alliance. And like, Maybe you know, I don't know. And and like we're not gonna gonna like get ahead of one another and like push each other to the ground. It's like it, it, it's it's crazy. And like as I said, like this like LinkedIn is a massive opportunity, and I think not a lot of people are utilizing it as much as they should be. Yeah. especially at our age group I think yeah like, so when I saw you like you were you're six like you're 16 uh, like I I didn't I think yeah I was probably 17 when I started LinkedIn or eight no yeah 17 so like it's really cool to see you 16 already doing this stuff um and really inspiring yeah <laughs> um so like what's what's the best version of yourself that you're trying to achieve um I mean I guess if I answer that question what's the best version of myself like the next one because there's no end <laughs> I'll, I'll start with more like easy to say ones which is better at speaking uh, better at making content more efficient with the processes I do but also like hmm, being like I guess so, so there are a lot of like different principles from different like uh, schools of thought you've got stoicism Taoism is a really cool one and I, I think their ideas of living in the present 
of controlling your thoughts. I, I really want to like get more into that. It's it's like the best version of myself. That that's hard because yeah, I see it a lot, and he picks me up on it. So so yeah, so better at speaking. I'll be more fit as well. Um, I, like oh God, I've let my fitness drop so bad. I need to get back onto that. Also, just being more bold. And I think there are a lot of things, I guess. A lot, a lot of, of different small things here and there. But mm. I, th- I think the best version of myself is someone who works towards that and who is. It's like, it's not necessarily the like qualitative thing, it's, it's the mindset, it's the, it's like the action mindset. And the best version of myself is when I act that out and I live in the present. And, uh, I love that action and present like that's the best best combo <laughs> <laughs> so like, every time I ask the guests like, a challenge to set um, listeners to inspire them to take action what would what challenge would you set us today um challenge okay I might have to to think because because there's always the do something but no I, I want to take a take a different approach actually let, let me set the task that was said to me in the book and it's do three things that scare you really bad like it, like things that you would you wouldn't imagine yourself doing like go crazy like maybe just upload a youtube video or spend a day with your your dad or your mom or whoever like do three things that scare you that that's my challenge for mm. everyone listening yeah that is mm, i have to do that as well don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> but yeah that is a good one I think I remember like Tim Ferriss saying what like do the opposite of what you normally do for 48 hours and see what happens or something that was fun but um, yeah guys oh I keep forgetting this but how can people reach out to you because I'm sure everyone would love to talk to you and know more about you um so you can reach me out uh, reach out to me on on LinkedIn so Emmanuel James Barkhole um, I have an Instagram page, uh, Emmanuel J. Barker. Uh, I'm sure friends will have kind of the details. And yeah, just reach out. I'll be comfortable to have a call with really anyone. And yeah, just reach out to me, connect with me. And maybe something like, like this kind of relationship that me and presence have can, can mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Like that's, that's the beauty of it, I guess. But yeah, Instagram, yeah. maybe if you're lucky enough, WhatsApp. But yeah. <laughs> lucky oh I feel so lucky now <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for coming on honestly I really enjoyed this one I, learned, I feel like I learned so much like we talked about a lot I hope everyone enjoyed that episode and definitely reach out to Emmanuel if you want to connect with him he's an amazing person and yeah until next time